Hello and welcome to Leader Up, the podcast. Leader Up, the podcast, yes! I'm Heather Carter and I am leading the Leader Up podcast. I'm leading the Leader Up charge. I am leading the Leader Up community that I will be creating. And I'm going to, and I am on a mission, to help people be the best leaders they can be. And that doesn't just mean in, in work or corporate, you know, in the, but in their businesses, entrepreneurs, also in your life. You know, I realized long ago that I needed to be a leader in my family as a mother. I needed to be a leader in my business. I needed to learn how to lead my clients. Being a leader is so much more than what we think, corporate America corporate or the corporate world everywhere, right? Worldwide. It's it's not, it's all of these things. It's business, it's family, it's life, it's a leader of your health. You know, you have to lead your life and you have to build the life that you want and that you desire and dream of and deserve. And, but you know, in order to do that, you have to learn how to lead, right? So during this, this you know, the rest of the, the time that I create a podcast and, and as I continue to create other avenues to teach people how to be the best leaders, um, you know, I'm going to focus on a lot of the things for um, obviously, you know, at work, entrepreneurs and your home. How do you be the best leader at home? And, you know, one thing that um, I hear often and I and I need you to stop saying it if you say this, it's too late. It's too late, Heather. It's too late. I'm too old. It's too late for me. Or I'm never going to get that promotion. Or, or I can't do this. It's too late for me with my kids. It's too late to blah, blah, blah. Nope, nope, nope. It's never too late to design the life you love, I promise you. And I'm going to say it again. It is never too late to design the life you love, I promise you. Okay? So I want you to tune in. I'm going to... Um, new podcasts are going to be dropped every Thursday. Um, and... I'm really excited. And so today what I want to start doing is start asking you some questions, you know, some uh, that I want you to answer. And yeah, we're going to discuss these questions. But one of the things that I um, that changed my life, it was is curiosity. I'm very curious. And the more questions I asked myself, the more questions I asked other people, the more I went and found answers. And when you find the answers, you find solutions. Okay, so Asking curiosity is one of the number one, I want to write this down, number one characteristics of a leader. They're curious. They are curious at the home, in the home, at the office, in your business, in life. I was curious in how to be the best mom that I could be based on who I was, my capabilities, and who I knew I could be as a mother. Same in my business, right? Um, I ask myself a lot of questions all the time, every day, still. My curiosity keeps me growing and keeps me learning. So um, one thing I want to ask you is that I want you to ask yourself, actually, is what do you want? What do you want? You've probably been asked this question before and you probably got thought about it. Oh, no, no. But I really want you to ask yourself, what do I want? What do I want in my bank account? What do I want in my career? What do I want in my marriage, in my relationships with my partners, my children, my family? What do I want in my health? How healthy do I want to be? What do I want? And write and write and write. Pen to paper, pen to paper. The best leaders will put pen to paper. 
They write because your mind, when you're thinking, you're curious, you're, you're searching for answers, you're finding solutions, write, write, write. So put the pen to the paper. What do I want? And talk about it. How can, then I want you to ask yourself, how do I balance my career with family? I want you to think about that. How do you balance this? Because the greatest leaders know this. The best leaders know this. And it took me a long time to know this. You will not always have career life balance, work life balance. Just won't. Doesn't happen. It's nearly impossible. Because there will always sometimes be places where you are needed more. And that's okay. That is okay. And as you, you know, learn through my podcast and through other avenues with me, you're going to see that, that, that it's not only okay, then it's normal. It can actually help you thrive as soon as you grasp that concept that there is, things are not that balanced between work and family, life and family, career and family, right? Because again, something might need your attention more than the other. But when you learn how to be a leader in your life and in your career and in, you know, your health you learn how to balance things that are unbalanced because the balance is always unbalanced. <laughs> and when I embraced that, when I said, hell yes, I everything changed for me. I stopped the doubt, the worry, but mostly I, doubt, I, I, I let go of the guilt and the shame, right? Um, one of the things is, how can I make a difference in the world? Because it is really, life is about making a difference in the world. And every single thing you do should be, the question behind your action should be, am I making a difference? How am I making a difference? So if you're a parent, you're making a huge difference in this world. If you are a leader, you're making a huge difference. Every person you touch during the day, you're either making their day better or worse. Or maybe you just don't do nothing to it, right? Because you're not showing an outward kindness, outward positivity. You're not being that person that I know you are, right? We are in a bad mood. Something happened, whatever. Our, we're negative. So, yeah. But you know what you want to do? You want to make a difference every day. The best leaders make a difference every day in somebody's life in some way for the better. Because that person that you touch goes out and touches Another person, another person, and they touch a person, a person. Do you realize that whoever you touch touches hundreds of other people in some way? That's the truth. So the best leaders, the best leaders of their life, understand that making a difference in the world doesn't mean you have to be doing uh, what I'm doing. You're not Oprah Winfrey. You're not Mother Teresa. You're not Tony Robbins or you're not, um, you know, whoever else is out there, you know, that we look at and go, wow, for me, it was Wayne Dyer. We're not all those people. We all can't be those people. But we, what we can do is make a difference in our part of our world that creates what? Positive energy then get, what, what does positive energy do? We feel good. If there's one affirmation I want you to say every day, I intend to feel good. Now, once you can stay in this, I, I intend to feel good, where you do feel good, it's I feel good. I feel good. I feel good. And you show up to work and you go, I feel good. When I step into my home office, I, I feel good. Today's going to be a great day. I have the best clients. I attract the best clients. I have the best creative mind when I'm in my office and when I'm out of my office. You got to start the self-talk. See, the best leaders have excellent self-talk. 
Their self-talk is off the charts. And if they're negative in their self-talk, they don't go throw it and vomit on everybody else in their life. See, and this is where you've got to learn to separate the home and the, the career, the, the, whether it's the, you're an entrepreneur or whether you work in corporate w- world or a small business, wherever you work. You cannot take the work home and vomit on your family. You cannot do it. So you got to, whether it's you're walking into your office or whether you're walking into your family home, when you walk into your family home, you say, I feel great. I get to be with my family. I love my family. My family loves me. I am blessed. And you walk in that door and you be a leader of your family and you turn off the business for them. And if there is a big project, there's something going on and you can't shut it off, you still have to shut off and, sh- and, and, and put a barrier up between the stress of the business and the family. Or if you can't do it, that's okay. Then you got to let the family know. Honey, stuff's going down at work right now. It's a lot of stress. I love you. You tell the kids, you know, mommy, daddy is, you know, we have some stuff going on at work, but all is well, all is well. And I'm just trying to get this problem solved. And so I might have to work a little bit more tonight. Um, I might have to get on the computer or um, I might need to just go into the office. See, here's the thing about family leading in your family is this. When we're not telling them what's going on, but we're walking in a negative energy and we're being triggered and we're anxious and we're um, frustrated and we're whatever it is we are and we're, we're not explaining that to them, they personalize it, especially children. They're going to personalize it. They're going to say, oh, what did I do? Why is mommy or daddy mad at me? Why are they mad at me? What did I do? What did I do? Because children are naturalistic, naturally narcissistic in a good way. They think everything that happens to them is because of them, good and bad. That is why we can never overly praise our children or overly criticize our children. You got got to get it, you know what, just right. What was that? What was that uh, tale? Was it the porridge, three little bears? I don't even know. (laughs) Somebody's porridge was just right, I think. If you know, tell me, please send me a message. Anyways, um, yeah, you gotta, you've got to let them know because children do take it personally. And then guess who else takes it personally? Your partner, your spouse. What did I do? You know, and because we take, the, they're the one we tend to take it out on. So you got to leave it at the door, right? You got to be, you've got to learn that you, you need to make a difference in people's lives to be the best leader in a good way, but also trust the people around you with your real feelings. Be vulnerable. So that's the other thing. So let's let's go through our list right now. Best leaders, curious, they make a difference, and they're vulnerable. They're vulnerable. And of course, we're going to go into all of this throughout the next 10 years <laughs> um, with in more in-depth, like on vulnerability, but they're vulnerable. Right? They're vulnerable. Leaders are vulnerable. They're willing to say, you know what, um, at, at, at their office, we've got some stuff going on at home right now with one of my children or my whatever. I'm going through a divorce, whatever it is. I might need some help in this area. Um, or my parent just died or whatever it is. You know, they're vulnerable. And they're also vulnerable in, hey, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. Um, they are vulnerable in many ways of, you know, the vulnerability looks like this. I don't always get it right, but I do my best. Is there a way that I could have done this better? How could I have done this better? Right now, when you go home, the vulnerability is, 
you know what, honey, I'm feeling kind of insecure about my job right now. Um, no, everything's great. I mean, I, but I, I feel like, do I deserve this job? Are they going to find out that I'm not actually qualified for this job? If you have imposter syndrome, share the imposter syndrome with your partner or your spouse. Immediately. Immediately. They're there for those things. Immediately share the imposter syndrome, right? Um, the vulnerability in both areas, at home and at work. Oh my gosh. See, these are, these are what makes really, really good leaders. And what I want you to do is I want to help you design a life where, again, that you love, that you desire, that you've dreamt of, but you've got to start, you know, you've got to really, um, most likely start changing this mindset a little bit, start changing the perspective, right? So when we, when I was talking about being curious, right, curiosity makes everything new. Curiosity invites exploration, and most of all, curiosity is going to help you get good at what? Guess what curiosity does? It helps you good at being lucky. Why? Because you start seeing opportunities everywhere. And those opportunities start seeing you. You got to start trying things. You know, we are so biased to action. You have to be committed, 100% committed to building your way forward. No sitting on the bench, just thinking about what's going on. You got to get in the game. You've got to get in the game. Test things out. Create prototypes. Fail often. Find out what works. Solve problems, right? Sometimes, you know what? You might find that the problem that you thought you were going to have is complete. You have a different problem, right? You've got to embrace change. Leaders are not attached to a particular outcome because we're focused on what's going to happen next, not really what the final result's going to be. Sure, I visualize what I hope the final result will be, but I also know this, that it might not be that, and that's okay because if it's not what I expected or wanted, it's going to be something better. You got to reframe those problems, right? Reframing is how we get unstuck. Reframing makes sure that we're working on the right problems. See, life, designing anything, designing your life, designing how to be the best leader, all of, it, all of it involves key reframes. It allows you to what? Step back, examine your biases, open up the new, you know, the, the space to new solutions. Okay? And eventually I'm going to get to, of course, reframing dysfunctional beliefs that prevents you from finding the, the life and uh, career and leadership role you desire. See, natural born leaders, there are, there are a lot of them, right? I, I, would, I would consider myself a natural born leader. Life almost took that away from me, but I had to find that part in me again. But here's the thing. Everybody is actually a leader. We all are born with the capacity to do things, but some of us are more shy and more introverted than others. Some of them are outspoken. Some have louder voices. All of these things, right? But anybody can learn how to be the best leader using their taken talents. What are taken talents? Um, if you ever, ever listen to my other podcast, if you look at your fingerprints, nobody has an identical fingerprint to you. You are the only one that has that fingerprint. And it's within that fingerprint is all of your talents that God gave you. And they're only taken by you. Nobody else. Yep, there's millions of coaches 
Millions that do what I do, but they're not me. There are millions of singers in the world, but they're not the singers that are, if you're a singer, I'm not. It's really bad. But you have your own voice. You have your own voice. There are millions of doctors. There are millions of everybody out there. But if you can take your taken talents, whatever they are within you, and you can nurture them and guide them, get curious about them, and create them and uplift them, you will be a leader, the leader that you're meant to be. How cool is that? I don't know. Like, I get so excited about that. I mean, just so excited. You know, and you have to know it's a process. You know, it's life is a process. And most of us are living patterns in this process. We got to change patterns. We got to start looking at the patterns that are not working for us. You know, um, you've got to take time to develop a passion, right? See, most for most people, you know, when passion comes, after they try something, they discover they like it, and then they develop a mastery. You see, most people think they're just, oh, it's just going to be, the passion's going to come to them. No, 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 no. You have to take time to try new experiences, try out new things. You know, if you don't like your career, change careers. You can do it because I guarantee if you don't like what you're doing, you're not going to find the passion in it. You won't. So pivot, pivot. But in order to pivot, you're going to need a positive mindset. And so you can't pivot if you have a mindset that says, you know, nothing ever works out for me. I'm never going to have enough money. I never, I don't make enough money. I don't, you know what? Nobody cares about me at work. I'm stuck in this job. I hate my job. My job sucks. Oh my God. Tomorrow you wake up. I hate my job. My job sucks. Nobody ever notices me at work. Why am I even there? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, no, you're not going to find passion there. Actually, what you're going to find there is more negativity. Things are going to go wrong. Eventually, most likely you would be fired from that job because you're going to start bitching and hating that job so much that you, it's going to go crazy bad unfortunately. So try new experiences, experience new things, T try new sports. Hell, you know what? Maybe you're going to be the best pickleball player ever in the, uh, <laughs> in the world. I'm not kidding. You know, maybe you pickleballs it. You think I'm not kidding, but you've got to get out there and try things. You know, maybe, you know, how many people that are, um, um, I, I know of that are entrepreneurs and then go into real estate investing I, I, and that becomes their passion. Try new experiences. So when you start engaging in your life, you will start co-creating your life with yourself and God. When you start co-creating with yourself and call it God, the universe, source, whatever you want to call, you know, it, um, that's when doors open, opportunities come, the money comes, things happen. You will take, because why? You're creating every day. You're creating every day. You're taking empowered action towards the things you want. This is the first episode of Leader Up. And you can leader up. I know it. If you have any questions, if you have anything that you ever, you know, say, hey, Heather, can you talk about this? Hey, Heather, what do you think of this? You know, yeah. Hey, email me. 
54 years old on February 11th. What's today? Today is February 1st. In 11 days, I will be 54 years old. What the actual hell? I can't believe it. And what I have learned in 54 years on this planet, this beautiful earth, this most amazing life of mine, that it actually was quite horrid and horrendous and <laughs> abusive and dysfunctional and chaotic for the first 23 years of it. Um, what I have learned is this, is that what you give is what you get back. Every experience you have is based on your thought patterns, your energy, and your action steps. And if you keep focusing on your past mistakes, how bad it's been, how much you hate it, you are taking that past experience in and taking it and putting it in your present. You're recreating it today, right now, and tomorrow. And I wanna help you stop doing that. Jo oh my gosh, we have so much to do, so much to do. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait. Until next time. Bye-bye.